Stay tuned for Time to Talk with host Jennifer Graziano of Zion Memorial Chapel and Cox and Graziano Funeral Homes. Jennifer is here to discuss a sensitive subject we all need to talk and think about. Here now is Jennifer Graziano and Time to Talk. Good morning, Westchester. It's 9 a.m. on Monday, and that means it's time to talk with me, Jen Graziano. I'm a licensed funeral director who oversees my family's funeral homes, Cox and Graziano of both Mamaroneck and Greenwich, and the Zion Memorial Chapel of Westchester. Every Monday, I come to you discussing important topics and sensitive matters that all of us need to pause and reflect upon at some point. And through this show, I hope to provide a platform to do so. If you're joining us this morning on 1460 WBOS, the Whitney Global Media Station, we'll take your questions, comments, and calls to 914-636-0110. Good morning to Vinny and those in the control room, and good morning, Facebook Live viewers. So happy to be back with you after the President's Day holiday. Good morning to Tim Judge of GreenwichLocal.com, the man behind the camera. So I'm joined on the line by a guest today, and I'm really looking forward to doing the show because this is an organization that I personally have had uh, calls to work with over the years as I've watched them aid many families during times of crisis. Uh, I'm joined on the line by Tiffany Smith of Larchmont Friends of the Family. They do so much great work in the community and I'm going to let them tell you a bit more. So good morning, Tiffany. Good morning, Jen. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you. Um, Tiffany, if you're local to Larchmont, um, even though this is an organization that has its roots in the community for a long time, you might not know about Larchmont Friends of the Family unless you've had cause to need them. Um, but if you do, then you're certainly, you know who they are and you're most grateful for them. So talk to me a bit, first of all, about your role in the organization and then about the origins of this wonderful organization. Yeah, so I've been involved with Larchmont Friends of the Family for a number of years now. Um, the way that we actually, my family and I, got involved in the organization um, was about 13 years ago. Our daughter unexpectedly passed away. And wow. we had some individuals come to us to say, you know, do you need help with cooking, cleaning, um, you know, appointments for the boys? therapy, this, that, and the other thing. And in our heads, we were like, no, we're fine. We're financially okay. And not knowing what our smart friends of the family was at that time, we kind of said, no, we've got this under control. And now looking back, we didn't have it under control. So when you're going through a big loss, you're going through grief, um, there's no rule book on how you're supposed to breathe. So mm -hmm. for us, we had little kids at home and we thought to ourselves, no, 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 we got this. So we really actually did it. So kind of when I came out of the fog um, after losing our daughter, I decided to get involved with our friends of the family because I wanted to know who these amazing people were that wanted to help me and my family. Um, people that I didn't know whatsoever. And I decided to get involved and I have to tell you, it was probably one of the greatest things I've ever done in my life. I'm sure. Um, I'm, I met Mary Stein and Kathy Stout, yeah. who are the founding members of Larchmont Friends of the Family. And of course, they, they, are, they started this as a grassroots campaign, literally writing letters to friends in their kitchen, um, 
starting meal trains for different parents who were sick within the community. And um, it, it just blossomed for a very, very long time. And then there was kind of like a downward shift where people didn't know about Larson Friends the Family. So back in 2017, a group of moms who were in a playgroup um, started talking about it again and kind of thought, let's bring this back into town and really um, take a look at how we can help Mary and Kathy really make this organization blossom. So uh, we had, you know, a bunch of different moms who came in and there were so many new people in town who had no idea about Larchmont Friends the Family. Um, so we kind of hit the restart button and we introduced this to a younger generation mm -hmm. and it really took off. So Tiffany, and, I'm sorry, I just want to circle back no. just to like, you know, get people brought up to speed a little bit. So yeah. again, this was started over 20 years ago um, by Mary Stein, yeah. Kathy Stout, who, whom I've known actually most of my life, uh, just from, from our church and school. But the organization was designed to provide emotional and financial support to families with dependent children who were facing medical illness or loss. So yeah. there was a death in the family, there was an illness in the family, and it was really, you know, they ran the gamut of ways that they could support, be it the meal trains, um, scheduling appointments. Let's go into more of how a family uh, was brought into Larchmont, Friends of the Family. Did they identify a need in the community and reach out? Is it a referral basis? And referral. how does it work? So there's actually, if you go onto the website, which is LarchmontFriendsOfTheFamily.com, um, you will see a phone number on there. Okay. The, you can call that phone number or you can send an email. Um, it's all anonymous. So we never know as, you know, a board member, I never know who the family is that is in need of help. Uh, we have social workers and nurses who go in and they talk to the family and they figure out what the needs of the, of the family are. So you may have a single mom who is going through treatment for cancer. Uh, that single mom, things that we don't think about um, unless we're in the situation is who's driving the kids to school every day? Who's driving the mom to and from treatment? Who's picking the kids up from school every day? Who's cleaning the house? Who's making sure there's dinner on the table? Who's making sure lunches in their backpack? So there's mm -hmm. so many different things that we don't think of. And it also, there's such a huge financial burden on so many of these individuals. Like something as simple as parking. If you're going to New York City every single day for chemo treatments, you're paying for your tolls. Yeah. You're paying for a significant amount of parking every single time you park your car. Or if you're taking the train, you're paying for, you know, Metro North and the subway. So our social workers and our nurses come in and they really assess the situation and they get to know the family. And there are definitely some families who, when we go in and we introduce ourselves and we meet them, they're, they don't want that help because right. they think like they're going to be a burden on someone. But that's not what they are. We're all here to help each other. And we come together as this one massive family. And it's just something beautiful to see. And it's amazing. Um, over the years at the gala, We've had different individuals who have received help from us come and speak. And it's just unbelievable to hear these stories and how small amounts of kindness and, you know, a meal train, you know, a pickup from school, someone to come in and clean the house once a week um, really helps these families tremendously. Yeah, little things that we take for granted mean so much. And honestly, yep. it just shows you. It, it really speaks to the heart of community. This is what community is all about and embodies that whole spirit. Um, 
Tiffany, are the, so the volunteers, are, are they trained? I mean, what do you have to do to be a volunteer? Are these local moms that have kids in the school that are, that are doing the pickups because they happen to be there? Or um, are you getting cleaning services in the house? Uh, what is the level of, of volunteerism well, that's there? There are so many different ways to volunteer, honestly. Um, we have some people who are consistently on meal trains, and they literally make meals every single day during the week for different families. And that, that's how they volunteer their time. We have, you know, moms and, and dads who are social workers or doctors or nurses, and they go through a training um, before they can go into an individual's home. Um, just to understand um, the questions that are asked. Um, Nancy Borzine, um, who is a nurse down at Sloan Kettering, who has been involved in organizations for probably since the beginning and is still involved. Um, she does a lot of our training um, for those who are looking to help to do like intake evaluations. Um, and then we have our board who, you know, you volunteer for the gala, Allie Brown right now who is a very good friend of mine. She is killing it with this gala and, you know, getting the word out right now. Um, we have high school kids who are going to be helping out at the gala. Oh, um, many, of the, many of them doing their uh, volunteer hours for confirmation this year. So, I mean, the amount of, of volunteers that are needed right now, it, it's tremendous. And we've seen such an uptick in COVID. So the demand is so much higher than it's ever been before. So when you say demand, is that because uh, you're noticing that there's um, an increase in the number of, uh, of families need of assistance through illness, um, yeah, or through, through the loss seeing, of a loved one? We're actually seeing more and more cancer referrals oh boy. Um, since after COVID. And I also think that um, this group has done such a great job of getting the word out. Yeah. especially in the school system. So, you know, they're in touch with the social workers. So the social workers in every single elementary school, the middle school and the high school know that if there is something, they can pick up the phone at any point in time and call it. Okay, so they can, so that's my other question. So you do service beyond just the, the village of Larchmont. It's the, the Marinick Union Free School District, correct? 100%. So that's the Marinick schools as well. Yeah, but if there's somebody who has, Highs a large amount, let's say a soccer coach, perfect example. Um, a soccer coach may get sick, but they don't technically live in large amount. Okay. They might now live in Rochelle or Pelham. We would completely help this individual. Oh, how individual. wonderful to know. So there has to be yeah. a tie to the community. Um, you know, tie to the community. Tiffany, every organization has challenges, and you referenced something that, that I would agree with. Um, for a long time, this was an under-the-radar organization. And, and I mean that in a good way. These were good yeah. people doing good things for goodness sake. I mean, they weren't looking for accolades. They just they saw a need and they filled it, which is great. But then the ability to grow becomes a bit limited without the, you know, the so-called PR aspect of it. So, yeah. you know, you grow by referrals and you grow by people. Even myself, I came to find out about you guys well after the fact of the inception, just by seeing families that I dealt with at the funeral home and seeing this really tremendous emotional support. And I think it's a wonderful thing. So what do you want to do? Uh, uh, so 
that's a challenge. How do we overcome the challenge? How do we continue to get the word out? And what are some other challenges that you face that we can address today and bring attention to? So over the past couple of years, uh, we have seen the amount of grants that we've given out to families grow annually. Okay. So um, it has grown to between forty and $50,000 over the last um, couple of years. So what I mean is we usually give out about $120,000 in grants. Okay. And we've seen the uptick and it's been an additional forty dollars to $50,000. That's wonderful. Year, which is amazing. So what we're seeing right now is um, lots of people in the community do know about us, but a lot of people in the community don't know exactly what we do. So that's what we're trying to get the word out more right now is to get people to understand exactly who we are um, and, and how they can help. You know, it may not be, you don't have to come to the gala. You might be able to donate your time or donate, you know, a one-time donation um, or come to, um, there's a family that is going to be hosting a music festival um, in their neighborhood in May. And they're going to have a whole slew of bands that are going to be playing. And any money that is raised during that is going to go to large month friends of the family. So we're seeing not only are this massive gala that's happening, but we're seeing all these pop-up um, fundraisers and awareness happening around our, um, around our neighborhood. And it's amazing to see so we're really excited and as you know firsthand again having you, you learned about it in a very difficult way but your impetus was to give back and join do you find that a lot of families follow suit to what you did i i do actually um actually our um speaker this year um is naomi brickle yes. who grew up in larchmont um she actually lives in her shell right now um, but she is a longtime Larchmont resident, um, a prisoner at St. Augustine's. Um, her son, her teenage son, passed away unexpectedly mm -hmm. a few years ago. And she is going to be our keynote speaker uh, this year. So we're seeing people um, who have received help from us come back and want to give. We actually have a high school student um, right now who received some help. And he did a small fundraiser at the high school and all the proceeds came back to large not friends of the family. It's wonderful so to see youth uh, recognizing the benefits of this organization and wanting to do something about it. I think that's wonderful if you can motivate, especially teenagers, um, to think out, you know, outside of themselves and the world at large. Um, that's a wonderful thing. A hundred percent. And I think part of that is um, back in 2017, we were very close to closing our friends with the family. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how you got there. And again, I know the, the um, resuscitation of the organization came from some well-intentioned moms uh, in a play group, but let's talk about um, where you're at versus where you were a few years ago. Um, it, we are at a completely different point right now, which is it, it's amazing to see. Um, we didn't have any of our volunteers involved, didn't really have any school-aged children. So we were missing that huge aspect of the sure. organization. So we weren't getting a lot of referrals from the schools, from the nursery schools. Um, and we're, we tried to figure out how, how is it, how can we bring the younger community back and understand what Large Mott Friends the Family is? So we um, came together at a play group and, you know, 
a bunch of moms. Tina Sherwood, I will say, honestly, did a phenomenal job along with Laura Dupuis to really bring this organization back to life. And they kind of found some moms in the community who they knew can help make an impact. And we all came together and we kind of put our thinking hats on and said, like, how can we make large smart friends of the family a priority? And that's what we did. And we started off with the gala. We did a piggy bank drive, which was amazing. It was in the elementary school where all the kids actually got a small piggy bank. And if you went shopping in all the local stores on the Maranac Avenue and in Marchmont, you saw a piggy bank at the counter. Mm -hmm. And so basically for your spare change. So for a month long time, you know, you dropped your change in there. And then at the end, we picked up all the piggy banks. We had high school kids come on in and all the change out. We made thousands of dollars that went directly to the organization. So just by that small amount of awareness, you know, people were calling us saying, like, why are you sending my kid home with a pink piggy bank? But there was information regarding Larksmart Friends and Family with it. And people were blown away because they had no idea yeah. that we even existed. So that's, that was the start of how to get the word back out about Larksmart Friends And what family. a great idea. And, and small steps yield really big results, as you can see. And I think what's so great is that your gala on March 16th, which tickets are still available and um, I actually, you know, following the show, I'm going to be sure that I get mine as well. But the gal is the first time you're gathering in person in two years. I think that's wonderful. Um, it's great to be back together in person. And I think you could really have a greater impact to hear the stories firsthand, to kind of speak to people in the organization. It's at the beautiful Beach Point Club, which does a phenomenal job. Um, it's so wonderful to, to hear that you guys are doing that. And at the end of the show, we'll make sure we give out the website um, and contact info. Tiffany, what does, in terms of emotional support, so we see that there are grants given, um, the meal trains are given, but emotional support, as you know, the aftermath of loss, it, it's just so difficult. And even when you think you have it together, um, we always say, if you don't deal with grief, grief will deal with you at some point. What are the emotional support services given, whether it's an illness or a loss? Because even going through illness, the emotional strains are so heavy. So incredibly heavy. So when our um, team goes into an, in, an evaluation or an intake, um, they really talk to the patient and or the family to try to figure out where they are. So we will find grief counselors for them. We will find therapists for them. We find therapists for their children. Um, We have such an amazing group of individuals who donate their time as well. Um, A lot of this stuff is donated. Um, A lot of it is, you know, discounted. A lot of it is um, done by word of mouth and getting them into different support groups that are out there because sometimes they're just so overwhelmed with grief that you even if you go to Google a support group, you, you don't know exactly what you're, what you're looking for. Yeah, that's for. very true. That's very true. There's so much lack of awareness that you don't know the resources available to you. And it's not as easy. You know, we think nowadays you can Google anything, but you're not going to find the best fit for you and your children and your family. So having right. that vetted service is a great thing. A hundred percent. You know, a support group for an individual who may have lost their spouse versus a support group uh, for somebody who may have lost a child is very different. Sure. So we try to make sure that we are setting up 
everybody um, in the in the right group and in in the group that will you know take them in and and help them and support them and lift them up. So that's what we're trying to make sure that we're doing as well. So connecting to counseling service. Um, now, in terms of the donations of ways people can get involved, um, obviously financial donations are always great, but if there are people who are mental health professionals or um, clinical professionals such as nurses, they are able to go through your organization to donate their time and talent, correct? A hundred percent. And there are links on the website. Um, you can subscribe to the email list or you can email larchmontfof uh, at gmail.com. And, or there's a confidential hotline that you can actually call as well. And just leave a message on there letting us know what you can do to help or if you need help or if you know of somebody who is in need of help. Um, everything is confidential. But for any of those counselors that would like to donate their time or their services, you know, the number or the email address is there. Wonderful. So, Tiffany, you know, now that there's been a new life breathed into the organization and this resurgence, do you see it expanding? Do you see, you know, is the goal to really tackle all you know, emotional needs, not just medical, you know? Um, do you see it expanding into divorce or other things that a family uh, might go through? I don't know, honestly. Um, I would say right now our focus is on tragedy and illness and loss. I think um, that is where the grassroots effort started 20 okay. plus years ago. You know, that might be um, an additional branch of large not friends of the family it, it eventually. I think because the need is so large and so deep that we can't even think that far right. um, ahead. Because like I said, the number of inquiries that we're getting each and every day are growing. And I think when you see the community around us, the community is growing. So, you know, that classroom that used to have 15 kids in it now has 25 kids in it. That's very true. So, Absolutely. So our schools are bigger. Like our schools are bigger. Our community is bigger. We're seeing more and more houses going up. Yeah. So the larger the population gets, you know, unfortunately, that number of tragedies and illnesses and loss grow. So yeah. I think no, go ahead. that's where our focus is is for now and will continue to stay. Um, so yeah, that's what I would, I, I, that's in my heart what I feel is what, what we will continue to do. And like you said, I mean, I, I, people don't realize the need because Larchmont is such a beautiful place, let's face it. I mean, you picturesque setting, great people, great yeah. schools. And, and often, you know, you don't think, you know, there's kind of um, an association with that where people just think everything is great from the outside looking in, but there are real, real, there are sad stories, there are tragedies, and no community, no matter how picturesque or, or beautiful, is immune to that. No one escapes that. So like you said, the need is certainly there. Um, the community is growing. It's very true, like class sizes. You know, I went to John and Paul. My daughter went many, many years later, and, you know, it almost like it's doubled. Um, so that's very true. With houses going up, you know, needs go up. People, you know, the amount of people come in, Certainly, the needs have risen. Um, quickly, as our time's coming to a close, you have a gala once again on March 16th. Are you looking for donations of uh, prizes still? Uh, will there be auctions, raffles? What is yeah, needed for this? Uh, 
um, we want to see people, actually. We'd love to see your faces. We want to see um, the individuals come in and meet those that are behind the scenes um, who make our smart friends the family what it is. You know, coming in and see Naomi, who's a speaker. Um, Erica Hill from CNN is our MC this year, and she is a, a very nice friend of mine. Um, she's absolutely wonderful. Uh, her kids, you know, they grew up on the Murray side. They go to school here in the community. Um, and she got with the friends of the family and, you know, jumped right in. Um, we also have an amazing band, the Downstate Darlings, who have been doing the music at the galas for the past couple of years, and they are amazing. Um, but we want to see the people come out and really get to know about Larson Friends of the Family. There will be auctions. There will be a silent auction. Um, there will be some raffles there. Um, but we want people to hear our story, and we want people to hear the story of Naomi speaking this year. Yeah, um, that's so she's going to really, be a wonderful speaker. She's going to be amazing, and I she has the most wonderful family who has supported her over, you know, the past couple years, um, and they're all going to be there. I can't wait to see her mom out in the dance floor, actually. Oh, how wonderful! Um, Kitty is going to be a hit. Um, it, it's just it, it really is about you know friends and family coming together. Um, to support each other. And I think having people come to the gala is the most important because they can see how tight this community actually is. And like you said, you know, it looks so picture perfect, like looking from the outside in, but you don't know what's happening behind those closed doors. So that's where we come in and we try to, you know, gather those family members and let them know it's all going to be okay. So Tiffany Smith of Larchmont Friends of the Family, thank you for shedding light on this really wonderful local organization. Give us that website one more time. It's uh, org. Thank you. And I look forward to seeing you on March Thanks, 16th. Jen. So take yes, a look at that website, everyone. Great ways to get involved. This is the true meaning of community. So this is Jen Graziano thanking you for taking the time to listen as we took the time to talk. Have a great day, Westchester. Bye-bye.